Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode of Believe is brought to you by Cryptid Coffee Co. Use promo code BELIEVE on checkout for 10% off their Angry Yowie Coffee Blend. Head over to cryptid.com.au to check them out. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like, the feeling. I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling. Like, you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get was a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Cade Moyer, and you are listening to the Believe Paranormal and UFO Podcast. If you have had an encounter and would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure to leave us a rating or review wherever you listen and head on over to our website, believepod.com, and consider becoming a member to get bonus episodes and video content. Tonight I'm joined by Neil, and Neil had some very unusual activity happening on a quite a large property out in Western Queensland, and he comes on the show to share what happened there, and actually so much more that's really been happening to him since he was quite a young child. Neil, welcome to the show, mate. Thank you. I was flabbergasted by your emails that you that you shot through because they are there's some pretty intense stuff that kind of goes on in your life, and. Um, what is really quite interesting is the fact that you were living on a 2,000-acre size property, which is enormous for, for kind of the city folk like me who would, who would only dream of having a slither of that. But being on a property like that would be quite a, an isolated experience, I imagine, in its own. But then, you know, you do have this weird activity going on there. So, Neil, are you kind of able to tell us what was going on on this property that you had out in Western Queensland? Yeah, it, it was. It, it happened like it didn't happen all the time, kind of. You just, you know, just just different times. You know, maybe once or twice in a month or whatever these things happen. But then there was um, there's one incident that I'll continue about is um, uh, I, I used to go to bed um, just with a DVD on. And it used to be a funny, like a comedy one before I went to sleep. And I used to put the timer on so when they look at Wolf and it's just a bit of, you know, noise in the background so I can help me sleep. And I was, I was doing that and um, it's this one night. I, I remember I had my back towards the TV and um, I don't know, I, I just felt um, like something entered my room and as it did, it come from like the side of the TV. It was like this thing that come in. It was just like it was using this 
you know, like all things, you know, it's got to have a power to um, come from a different dimension to another dimension, or to this dimension in this plane here kind of thing. And um, it froze me. It froze me, and, and I couldn't move. And I, I, if this has happened, you know, once or twice, you know, before this has happened, but this this was really strong, this one. And I tried to talk. I just, and I couldn't talk, and... Um, I could see this thing. I could see it, and I, even though I had my back towards him, or it anyway, I, I could see it coming towards me, and its nails. Its nails would have been about ten or fifteen centimeters long, and all all I seen it was it was coming from behind me, and it was just like like wriggling its finger, and it was coming up in the back, and it was it was just about to stick its nails into my back, and I then that's when I woke up. I all got out of that, um, got out of that state of, you know, being paralyzed kind of thing. And then and I just got up, I just, just realized what happened kind of thing. And, 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 and it wasn't a, a fight or anything or, you know, I wasn't dazed or nothing, but I, I realized what happened. And, and I've always been told with things like that, you know, like, um, especially coming from a funeral or, you know, going other places outside is that, you know, usually I, I, I'll say things at the gate that I come in. It's like, you know, I leave all that stuff outside. Whatever's following me or whatever I leave outside, you you know, you're not welcome in my, you know, in my house and in my surroundings kind of thing. So that's what I did with this thing. I I opened her, all the doors up and, you know, what I was told, I asked it to leave. And I asked it to leave with love and I've always been told you never get angry with spirits because that's what they feed on. So you just send them away with love and, and they go. And so I went outside and I was, you know, I was, oh, geez, I'm, Threw down a couple of cigarettes, mate. After that, and and all I could see in the in the back of in the back of me, I was facing, you know, out, out towards the darkness, kind of, you know. And all I could see and feel in the back of me was this big black figure just walked at the back of me, and this chills just went up my spine, kind of thing. And you know, I had a couple more smokes after that, and then I, you know, I, I went to bed, went back to bed, kind of thing. And yeah, it was really, really, yeah. It was an experience. I know that. I know that. And it was a, it was, and that's the thing about it. You know, it was like an adrenaline rush. That's what it was. You know, you're scared and, and, you know, sometimes when you're scared, mate, you, you become the best that you are sometimes. It was not. Yeah. Do you think you froze because it was a fear or do you feel like you were frozen because this thing was making you not be able to move? Yeah, it was, it was it. As soon as, it, as soon as it entered from, you know, like I said, I Bob, it was when I was asleep. It was like it was just someone just hit hit the hit the um, door, and you and you know you, you, it it, um, it frightens you kind of thing, and it, it, it wakes you up. That's how it was. But I was still asleep. I had my eyes closed, and I could still see it. Like it was like in my third eye, and I had my back towards the thing. Have you ever experienced like out of body experiences or anything like that before? Um. I have through meditation. I have. Did that feel different to what you experienced here? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Like with that one, you you know you're 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 out of your body, and, and you know you're just you're using the elements that are around you to to get to different places. I understand that, but this that day, like it was, Kate, mate. It, 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 like I said, it was a, it was a fight, mate. It, it just just come out of nowhere. So I ended up telling a friend of mine about it. And the first thing he said to me, and this fella, like he's an old fella, 
And, you know, I used to talk to him, you know, a lot about things. And the first thing he asked me is, what do you ask? I said, okay. I understand where you're going with that then. And, yeah, and no, I did ask something. Yeah, and that's where it's happened. And, and then, you know, like I said, I, I, I regretted that going, you know, and... But then it did come back probably a couple of weeks later. It happened uh, three other times on that um, on that property. Do you mind me asking what it was that you asked it? Yeah, no, there was something. There was something I asked to heal me. So this thing came back multiple times after this? Oh, yeah, even when I moved back to my hometown. Really? So you, you moved to a completely different part of the of the country and this thing followed you? The first one was was, uh, was um, up north Queensland. I remember, yeah, something happened in that, and it was, and that, that, that's what really scared me at that time was was then, and yeah, and this this was during the morning. This was a uh, oh fire! This would have been at six o'clock in the morning. Oh really? Yeah, mate. That just breaks all the rules of scary stories, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, no, it, it yeah, no, it's um. What it was, yeah, no, I, I remember asking what this, so I asked a question, and I've always, I've always done that, is, you know, I'm, I'm always outside, Kate, I'm always under the stars, you know, I meditate under the stars, or I sit out in the stars and just, just look at different constellations that come over, and then, you know, the different seasons that are coming through, and just ask questions of, of what there is, and, and, you know, even help sometimes. And that's what part of all this dreaming is all about, is that your answers come into your dreams. But, um, you know, the symbolism and then what you take out of that, um, you know, it, it's, that's what the reality you're living in. You know, even though we're in this reality here, but it, it's part of what's in your life at that time, if, you, if that makes sense. No, it, it really does. It makes perfect sense to me there. Did this thing feel like it was negative at all to you? No, no, that's the thing about the only thing that scared me because he froze me. That was, that was a scary bit. I wouldn't say scary, but it was it was unusual. You know, like you just, you know, you're laying there and then you can see this thing well, with my back towards it and coming towards me. And, and I, I can see that through my third eye kind of thing. And that, that was... Uh, Were your other encounters similar to that, where it was a, a bit of a third eye experience, but you weren't frozen? No, no, it always happened like that. Like, I'd, I'd, like one time I slept out in the lounge, and um, I had to, you know, I, had to, I turned the lights and that off, and I just, because I was that tired, I just laid in, the, laid in the lounge, and I don't know how long I was asleep, Kate. That's the thing, I don't know how long, over this time, I don't know how long that took in that moment. That, that could have took a couple of hours. To me, it only took, like, you know, five, ten minutes. But this could have been, a, a, you know, like a, a longer time. But that night, when I was sleeping in the lounge, I, I could, I could feel, I could see this thing in the dark coming towards me. It did, did the same thing. As soon as it entered into this, um, this domain here, this reality here, this this plane kind of thing. That's when I seen it. It was just like this come out of nowhere, and it was in the same. When the TV was in the room, it was in the same spot where. On the outside, on the other um, hallway, 
going into the lands kind of thing. That that's where the same spot where it come out of. So whether there was something there that made that, and but it was on the other side of the wall outside of my room. That's interesting. And yeah, yeah, no, like I, yeah. I wonder if there's like a, like a totem or something like that, like something that draws it from that point in that house. Yep. Yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't realise that. I was, until I'm telling you now, like you know, things come back and you have a, you know, have a think of things, and yeah, that's how it was. So the the other encounters that you had with this thing, like they they didn't scare you or anything like that. They were just you just felt at peace with this thing visiting you. No, no, it did. I was just, um, yeah, I can't explain it. Okay, like it was, it just, it just ended up when it came into your, when it came into my presence, kind of thing. That's, that's the, the thing about it, it throws you. So if that thing is, is, you know, it would have been about ten meters away, and if it could freeze you from there, like this thing has a bit of power and it knows about human behavior, it knows about human, you know, just, uh, just how we're made, mate. You know, like. Um, and it's like you know, it's like all things. Even a doctor, mate. You know, a doctor gives you anaesthetic to, you know, sometimes to take the pain away and that too. But you know, this this thing here, like it did use, I don't know what it used, and that's the thing about it. I don't know what it used to make me. Um, and I, I don't, I don't know if anyone knows how they do this. You know, far in. But it's it, it's interesting how how this all happens. Yeah, for for me. Just hearing of experiences like this because I hear them fairly often, and it it almost seems scarier the the fact that you've lost control of your ability to to do what you want, like you've lost your free will, and yes. you have no control over what happens next. To me, yep. that would almost be more terrifying than the. Than you seeing like an an entity or or something like that. Yep. Yeah. No. And and that's the thing. I, I know. You know. I know. And I've been told this. You know. By you know a lot of whole fellas. You know what I mean by the whole fellas like elders. You know, black and white. And then it's the same thing. You know, like I was saying, you send things with love. It's always about love. And you you've just got to you know just just sit in that and and know that it's it'll come through kind of thing. But um, to, for something to to happen like that, okay, like it's yeah, like even today, I just I look back on it and I just think, you know, I thought I lived a boring life, but you know, some of the things that have happened to me in my life, you you realise, you know, you're um, you're blessed with this stuff. That's a really good way to look at it because a lot of people would consider having encounters like this a curse because most people will go through their whole lives living fairly vanilla yep. days in, days out. Uh, and, and most people would kind of wish to have an encounter like this. And it, what it would really do is just turn the, the paradigm. It would shift that paradigm for so many people that you just can't go back to a normal life, I feel. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and like I was saying, you know, before this program, is that, uh, you know, that we've just been... Um, dumbed down and, and told, you know, these things aren't there. And, and it's, and it's like, uh, you know, like I said to you before, religion, you know, religion has a lot to do with it. Now, and I'm not saying, you know, what you believe in is what you believe in, but I'm just coming from my experience of what, how I grew up in a religious house. And, and, you know, a lot of that stuff was brought on by, 
what was taught in the church. And, you know, a lot of that. And it took me a while to, to get away from that. And, and um, you know, I learned some of the stuff that I learned, but not, not saying that I didn't take anything out of that, you know, and, and taking it. Taking it, um, taking it as a spiritual thing out of any book that you read or anything that is that is here, you're just taking things out of it. You know, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I I really do, and it's it's quite interesting because, like, did you ever find that having a a highly religious uh, upbringing, like, did you find that? How do I say this? Did you find that ever? kind of head-butted with any traditional values that you may have had? Yeah. Yeah, well, well that's what I mean. That's all I knew. That's all I knew. And then, you know, at that time, um, you know, when we'd leave the house, you know, we were underneath the roof and we'd just go to church and that. But, yeah, and, and, and it was... And then, you know, like I was saying, you know, you had to, you had to learn some of the stuff. And then I'm trying to think of that, that word, you know, that... Um, Brainwash. There's a lot of brainwashing, and you know, like we were, my family, you know, we were in church so many times a week. You know, that's all we knew. And but you know, even you know, I, I remember when I was a young fellow because it, it was scary. Because that's what I mean. I, I, I could see things in the dark, and that I knew things were in the dark when I was a young fellow. And every time I, I used to say that to mum and dad, and that they used to go off at me, saying, you know. Like it's, in a way, like it's um, it's the devil, you know. And then I remember one night, and I still remember it to this day. And I, you know, I'll probably be at seven. I went outside, and sometimes at that time, the toilets um, were at the back, and I walked out the back, and I could see as I was walking back. You know, I was stood under the light as I was going around the corner, and, I could, and something just like it just hit me from behind, and I turned around, and I could see this old fella, this old Aboriginal fella. He was standing there with a the fence, and then he just pointed at me. And all of a sudden, I got this thing in my throat where I couldn't swallow anymore. And I tried to get the drink, and it was like, I'm, and I've never had a knife in my throat, but it just felt like something was stabbing in my throat from that old man. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that's fair. I mean, and I got I went up, and I, I was, you know, I was scared. And I heard, you know, I was listening to the, not listening, I was just, I was that fucking scared. And I told my mum, and she, she smacked me and said, you know, stop talking silly. And I, that night I went to bed, and I just, later on, I went to bed and I couldn't sleep because this thing was stuck in my throat. So it was it still was, affecting you later into the night? Yeah, it was still in there. Wow. And I, you know, every time I drank and every time I, you know, I was telling my mum about it, she was, don't talk silly, you know, kind of thing. And that, that's how it was, and then, and I look back on it now, and I just, you know, it, it, to me, you know, when you do something like that, um, and, you know, like I was saying to you before, I don't believe in coincidences. I believe everything happens for a reason or what you are, both negative and positive. But, um, it can, you know, it, it you saw it as, as, as something to do with your voice. So whether the thing stopped me from, you know, from saying anything or just keeping me shut, keeping me quiet you know what I mean and then I realised later on and, and like I said I, I spoke to an old fellow about this and he just said well that person or whatever that, that entity wanted didn't want you to say anything 
because of, um, how would you say it, Caden said, you know, I don't want to give secrets away either, but um, every person that's born into this earth might have their, their, in their cells and in their DNA, might they have memories of past lives, I believe, and things that have happened to them, you know, in, in different parts of their life kind of thing, but it also, you know, there's... Um, this, this world, this universe is too big, mate, to just sit here in one night and try and explain things. No, that's what I mean. I'm not, I'm not a scientist. I'm not none of this stuff. But I, I know in my heart of of things that are around what you use, like, um, you know, like that incident that happened out there. You know, these these, these entities and these things, they, you know, they're using the unseen forces that are around us that we don't see as human eyes. And one thing that I, I, I this would almost be a catchphrase for, this podcast is that you know i think the australian bush is it's so alive there's so much energy out there and and so much spiritual energy that you know it it doesn't surprise me that you know you have these these types of encounters in you know these these really far out and widespread out places and now a quick word from our sponsor Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just $5 a month. And then that's what I mean, mate. Like, you know, the, some, some of the stuff that I've, you know, heard of your podcast and that, you know, like some of this stuff is just, you know, just in the bush, but then some of it's... It, and not far from, you know, towns and that too. You know, like, I don't know, what's it with Bathurst, mate? Oh, mate, that is... <laughs> it is a crazy, crazy place out that way, out that out that hillland area. Holy moly. Yep. I, um, it's, it's on my go-to list for uh, spooky places because I think I've had three or four people come on the podcast from that area yep. with very unique and uh, unusual encounters. Yeah. Yeah, and I know you know, like you're saying, mate. Like, um, you know, the, the bush in that, and and what's around it, and 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 that happened. Um, getting getting back to that story of it, I've just and then and then it, it come again, probably about a couple of weeks later, and it, it come. And, you know, I was in the room at that time, and it come, and, and like, like I said, in, in the same spot, came it just come into this dimension again, and then that's when I started. I knew it was coming. And then it, it froze me for a little bit. Then oh, I put a bit, I don't know, 10, 20 seconds. That's it. And then I just kind of snapped out of it. And I end up sitting up. And I just said, you know, the same thing. I, I end up coming to go outside. But then, um, and then that stopped. That stopped for a while. Well, not stopped for a while, but um, I'm, like I said, I moved back to my hometown. And it kind of, not kind of, it, 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 uh, it followed me here. And I was sleeping one night and 
and you know, just about to fall. I'm not just about to fall asleep. I think I was asleep. And like, like I say to you, when these things happen, I don't know how long it is, or if it's a, if it's an hour, or you know, sometimes time. You, you, there's no time in these things that you can't um, see sometimes, or you can't, um, or you don't know what time it is. That's what I mean. Like, it could have been twenty minutes. It could have been ten minutes. All I remember is that I, was, I had the bed, and I always sleep to the room, uh, to the door. I always sleep with my face, you know, towards the door, and that's how it was. And I could feel the thing walking in, and it, I had the door shut in my room. I could feel this thing walking, and, I, and it just kept walking and just walked straight through my door. And that's when I, I knew, like, it, it, that little. Um, started to freeze me. That, that's when I knew that thing was there. So I ended up, you know, I started talking to it. And I knew, that's when I started getting, I think I started getting braver with it, telling the truth. And I asked, I said, what are you doing here? You know, I don't know you. And that's when it, it stopped. So I ended up opening the doors up and letting that out again. And then, you know, probably about two weeks later, no, it, it didn't happen for, for a couple of months. And then all of a sudden, I started, you know, I was sleeping out in the lounge watching TV. And then it happened again. I, I, I felt that thing, me being frozen again. So then I just started paying. And I always, you know, and I always remember that. I remember people were saying to me that, you know, the, that the universe, the law of the universe is of, of, of things like this is that your command you know, if you command something to appear, it has to appear because it's obeyed by this law. And and it's the same, you know, the same with all things. You know, we abide by different, we obey, sorry, obey and abide by, by different laws of, of the universe. And and this is what happened that, that night. And I asked, what was it? You know, what do you, what do you want? Who, who are you? You know, up here. And it just left. It just didn't do anything. So the comment worked. And then it happened again that night. It come again. And I just said, I'm not afraid of you. Show me who you are. And it just left again. So that, that night, that was when I was out in the land, three times it come. And it just, and then it, it just like it walked in and then it knew what I was going to say and then it walked out again. And it just went. And I haven't had one since. And I hope talking to you, I doesn't come back again. <laughs> but now I've got, um, I've got something I, I want to, you know, if it, it, it will happen again, but at a, at, a, at a time when it's meant to be. I believe that. And, you know, I have something prepared for this conversation I'm going to have with it. Has it ever communicated with you verbally or or anything like that in a way that you can understand it? No, no. And that was, that's 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 the thing. It's just a present, and just a present. Sorry, it was just there. You knew it was there. But um, communicating with it, I had no communication with it. The only communication I had was, well, I, I was talking, but it wasn't talking back to me. The only communication was was a presence in that room. I really have no words for it because, you know, it, I've never really heard of an entity having such an attachment that it just comes back over and over and over regardless of where you are and 
this one, it almost seems like it wants to be let into your life, but there's you have that control over it now, which, you know, in, in my mind, I think that's a positive thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's um, you know, I'm going to, you're going to hear me say, like, uh, uh, like, the old people. And I'm, I'm, what I mean by that is just the elders that I've spoke to within my life. And a lot of them have told me stuff about, about things like this. And, you know, you know, just different things of how you, how you control things, Kate. You know, and I was, I was told, you know, like, um, I spoke to someone about this and um, they just said, next time, always put salt on the um, uh, the window sills. Always put it at that um, waist height because they can't come over that. Yeah, I, I was told. And even um, putting salt in, in the door and that, but... You know, yeah. And I just, you know, that's what I mean. It, it wasn't, um, you know, it, it wasn't being harmful to me or anything, but it was, it was just there. And it was, it was, you know, like anything, if, if you've experienced something like that, um, you know, it's got to be scary the first time, man. You know, like, um, yeah. But, you know, then, then after that, that stopped. But then, you know, I remember I was, um, I was, I was having Christmas over the sunny coast and I had to come back home because I had dogs. I had to feed every second, third day kind of thing. I ended up coming home and then, you know, I got on just on dust when, you know, when the sun was going down, but still a bit of light where I could, you know, feed the animals and that. So I ended up, you know, locking the animals up, the chooks and then whatever else, and my dogs and cat. And and I ended up, um, I ended up going to bed, mate. And um, at that time, the... the, the Bed was at at a different um, angle, kind of thing, up against a different wall. And as I was, I was that tired, Kate, I just you know I never had a shower or anything. I just as soon as I got home, I just said, "Nah, stuff it. I'm going to go straight to bed." And I thought, "Nah, nah, I better have uh, better have a shower." So I ended up having a shower, and then I just started hearing this little clicky noise. This is like, and it was just like, I don't know, that that sounds funny. And I thought it was my cat eating something. And then I was just, you know, after that, I you know, got out. I was in the wallet over the shower, mate. And then I got out and, then, you know, I put my clothes on and then just started walking out. I'm just better. still here. Still here. So I walked outside. No, nothing there. And okay, and I just, whatever it is kind of thing. And you know, I'm just trying to make sense of what that was. And I just thought, oh, you know, I'm just being tired. And then I laid in the bed and then... As soon as I closed my eyes, I seen in the corner the same thing with the third eye. Whether that was it or I, I don't know. That's that's what I mean. Um, and Dale Queensland is at that time. And, you know, Dale Queensland. This this one that I was in was built in nineteen thirties, and it had a high roof. So this thing here, yeah, when I closed my eyes, I could I could see this thing. It was like a prey mantis, the face of a prey mantis, and it was it was. Um, his back was bending over and it was still touching the ceiling. And it was talking in that little, you know, clicky noise. And I stopped and I looked at it and I could, I could, I could see it. And that's how it was, but I, I didn't know what it was saying or it was trying to communicate with me or anything. But it just, um, 
how long it was carried, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Like, these times and that, you know, like, that's what they, you know, it's, sometimes there's no time if you're, in a, if you're in a different dimension kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that, um, I come out and then as soon as I open my eyes, I can see this like a, it was like a smoke. It wasn't a ball of smoke, it was just a smoke that just disappeared. So and I just got up. You you got, saw this thing in your third eye, but when you when you actually opened your eyes, you saw this smoke in the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. And then that's when I, you know, the same thing. I, I just got up and I asked to leave. And like now, looking back on it now, I'm, I'm asking, you know, I could have been having a conversation with, the, with these things for a long time now. But just at that time, I was still, um, you know, it, 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 I, I think, um, you know, when, when you go through a lot of um, things in your life, I know, like, it would de- depression and that. Like, I, I, had a, I had a lot of depression in my life, and this is when a lot of these things happen. You know, and, and at that time, you know, like I was saying, um, uh, there, there were things going on in my life at that time, and, and that's when they usually came. And and whether that's coming on to that or, on, you know, Different stages of my life, I had that depression, and different things happened, different places that I've, you know, I've told you, you know, and then and after that, mate, it just left, and oh, but you know, like that, that's not the the end of it, Kate. You know, like um, oh, mate, it just, I was in a, I was in a town, not far from the place I was staying, and and I was. I was you know, I was talking to a lot of people and then reading a lot of stuff and all those things, you know. What you read, you attract. You know, and a lot of stuff I was reading about was, you know, aliens or whatever they, you know, that people call them aliens. But, you know, they're, they're off-world beings, mate. That's what they are, you know. And um, all I remember sitting down watching this TV and then all I heard was, go outside. <laughs> Just go outside. So I ended up going outside and I looked to the right. And on top of this roof, the next door neighbour was this, like this spaceship, and it had like a tri, uh, a rectangle. And as you come down to the bottom, it was like a circle. There was two of them, and they were red. And it just went off and on, off and on. I didn't see it disappear. Just, I didn't see it take off. It didn't take off. All it was was just disappeared. And I just looked at that, and I just think, geez. And you could hear that, that there was a little noise about it, you know, like a little buzzing noise. And this is in a, just in a local, you know, I don't know if anyone else seen that. I don't know. When you say they were on your neighbour's roof, do you do you mean like they were actually on the roof or were they kind of like floating above it? Hovering above it. Wow. Yeah, and this this was in a local town. How big do you think they were? I don't know. I really don't know. But I've, I've on that property now. When I, I, I went, I've, I've seen a few there, and there was one. Oh, geez, I'm trying to think of how big that um, that house was. But it, it, it was in the, the yard that's around it. There was one about. Oh, no, oh. It, it would have been about an acre, I reckon, an acre or two acres that. Uh, what was in that yard, and it, it um, that's how big that, that that ship was over the top of me. Really, I could see, yeah, and that's what it did alone. It did, 
But the thing about it was, it was only it was only there for me to see, for me to to acknowledge it and notice it. And you know, after that, you know, like there was there's a lot of things going on at that time. Which, um, uh, if I tell you something, I know I'd give myself away. But um, yeah, there was a lot of industries out out that way of, of doing things, and uh, they were doing a lot of stuff to the to the environment and whatever else. And um, yeah, there was there was a few things going on. And I, I, was, I was talking to a freelance journalist over in WA. We were talking about what was going on there, and I, and I said to her, I said, you know, like, you know, this is this is the country that we live on or anywhere. I said, you know, we're destroying something that, that don't belong to us. You know, we, we've got to, um, we've got to keep this in our generation of, of the children that are coming through, and that's all it was about, was about the children coming through, what we were talking about, you know, and, and the destruction that's been happening. And... As I was talking to her, and, I, and all of a sudden, in the corner of my eye, I seen this thing, and it, it was going around in a circle. The lights were going around in a circle. It just appeared from nowhere, okay? And, oh, mate, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was fear that night, but I've never experienced anything like that in my life. It would have been about 20, 20 30 metres away, and it was hovering above a tree. And... I looked at I seen it and, and it would have, would have been about for fifteen minutes, that's how long that fifteen seconds, sorry about that um thing that the light that was just going around. And why well, why I got scared, it wasn't because I, I looked at that. It it was the power that was coming from it. That's what scared me. And it, it I've I've never you know, like um you know, sometimes you know when you you can feel a a, a big speaker. You know, and if it's loud, you can feel that beat coming off it. I'm not saying that's what was it, but it was just like this energy that's come off it. And it was, it was powerful. You know, it's something that I hear in some UFO encounters, Neil, where people feel like the, the atmosphere changes. And yep. I feel like that's exactly what you're saying here is that the, that whole surrounding area, it just felt charged, full of energy. Yep. Yeah. And then I, I end up speaking to um, a few other people, you know, around, you know, the, the, the towns and that. The people that I, you know, I'm very um, confident in talking to at that time, you know, like, you know, like I was saying before, you know, some people, you know, they want to ridicule you and and, and think that you're, you know, you're going crazy and that. But, you know, I, I choose, you know, I choose who I talk to. And they were saying at that time there was, there was a lot of action out that way. And people around that area were were seeing things too. Do you think that's because they were disturbing the natural land that that was attracting these UFOs? I think so. I think so. And and those um and, and that, that's the thing about it, you know, like with um everything that's going on now, Kate, like what we've been taught, you know, from a, a certain age to where we are, and you know where we are in our life, we we're just brainwashing a lot of things and, and and I believe with this stuff here now that, that goes on is that we, we've blocked something in our brain not to see these things and and I and, and it's this comes from um, this comes from a, 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 you know not, not being who you are and you know like I was saying before what's in your DNA and, and what you should be doing instead of living and it is, it's living this, this Western life that we live now, you know? 
Oh, one hundred percent. You know, I I'm a massive believer that you know the uh, pop culture, the the zeitgeist is a is a massive influence on you know people's perception of you know what they see, um, how they interpret it, and how they react to it because. You know, it's really no secret that there was a massive misinformation campaign uh, essentially done worldwide regarding UFOs that, you know, if you did see one, you were loony. And that's just not how it is. No, no. And then, you know, that's, um, that night, you know, look, that night now, and then it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was not, I, I, you know, like I said, I'll buy Mate, I'll tell you what, it, um, you, some, you, you've got to be thankful for these things, mate. You know, it's sort of been like, oh, you know, if, you, if I die tomorrow, you know, I, I know that I've, I've done something, I've seen something. I know that there's something else. And I think that's a really positive way to to go from these encounters because, you know, you've you've said that not all of them were were bad, but not all of them were good in the in the sense that, you know, there was a, you know, a sense of, I guess uncertainty attached to to some of them, and to yeah. to walk away from those with the sense of um, you know pride and and feeling lucky. I think that's that's incredible to to have that installed within you. Yeah, yeah. No, no. no like I say, no. You know, some of your podcast, my log, I've probably heard most of them, and then some of the people that are in there, you know, talking about what's going on, like and. There's something that has switched on with them, you know, that uh, the normal people of this earth and of this world, mate, you know, you, you talk, I'm talking about people in the cities, mate, that are so focused on other things where, you know, if you want to see a bit of something in your life or something different, you know, you go out into the stars, mate, and there's a lot of stuff out there, but there's a lot in the bush. And, you know, that, and, you know, that, that wasn't the end of what, what, what else happened on that, you know, on that property, mate, you know, look. Um, there's, there's another incident where I've seen another, um, so I, another year for, I, far out, I was coming from work and I, I used to have a Nullah Nullah in my car. And every time I used to drive, the, I used to see kangaroos on the side of the road. And people just hit this car, hit these kangaroos, man. It was just, you know, uh, and leaving an animal, you know, to die in, you know, in pain. So I ended up, you know, I was coming home. One night, you know, it was it was winter time because you know the dark time come around, you know, five thirty, six o'clock, and it would have been about six thirty. And then I seen this thing in the in, in the light, and it was a this kangaroo, and it was just um, so I got out and I put it out of its misery. You know, I know you're not supposed to do that, but I did. No, I'm not going to leave an animal like that. So I end up what I do and, and with these with these animals or any animal is. Um, I put it out of its misery, and then I'll, I'll put my hand on its heart, and I'm gonna wait for the last heartbeat. And I ask for you know my ancestors to take the spirit and that take that spirit to where it needs to go. And I just left it at that, and then all the animals that I've done that to the kangaroos and then whatever else was on the road, I've always done that and give that spirit back to where it needs to go. And I'm just coming to the property, and, and I just. Pulled up at the property, and I can see it in, and to my right, not to the south kind of thing. It's massive. There, there were three of them. They were like in a triangle. They were massive, big lights. And it was like they were communicating with each other. And like I said, they were just there for me to see, for me to witness. 
And as quick as they come, they've gone. And I was thinking, wow, you know, like, how many other people have seen this? You know, and... and Do you yeah. get the impression that these UFO encounters that you've had are, and this, this might sound cheesy, but for your eyes only type of thing? Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I know for a fact it was... I was going to a mate, and, you know, this, this mate of mine, we used to talk about stuff like this and... and what's his experience and what I've experienced in my life. And we used to sit there for hours just talking. And there was me and uh, uh, there was me, him and his, his um, our, our friend. She was there. And we're sitting around the fire and we're just looking up at the stars. And, Cade, we've seen one, um, we've seen two of them. You know, like on Star Wars, you know, they're, they're going around, you know, like the, the ships and that, they were fighting. You know, like, the, uh, what do you call it? They're like playing a game with each other. Yeah, right. Yeah, and there was one in the front and one at the back. The, the one at the back was chasing it, and it was going and it was doing these loops. And it was not, it wasn't a plane or anything. This was like, no, as you say, like deep. It was right in the darkness of the of the universe, kind of thing, of the stars. And I and I showed those two, and they looked up and they seen it. So there were three of us that seen it that night. And I was, I said to them. I said, wonder how many other people are looking up at this time and seeing this. And, yeah, and that's the only person I accept for, yeah, I suppose my ex-wife and, and my father. You know, like I said, um, you know, the, the first email that I, I sent you was, the first encounter I come was this massive big one that come over my father's house. You know, like, um, yeah. And it was like, you know, at that early age, you know, and, and my, my siblings and, you know, the people that I, you know, I, you know like I, I talk to and that, they've never seen UFOs. And it's, like you're saying, whether it's just for my eyes only, it probably is. And, and the thing is, you know, people like yourself, Neil, who, who seem to be more open to this type of, I guess, world is the way to say it seem to encounter these things more often than those who aren't. So, yeah. you know, for, for me, it's really no surprise that you have the encounters that you have because not to say that you're chosen, but I think you are very open-minded and, and very accept, accepting of it all, which, yeah. you know, I think gets you a lot of universal credits to, to see things that people wouldn't ever get the chance to. Yeah. And, you know, like, and that, that's what I mean, Kate, like, um, you know, that's what I mean. They, they, they talk about these voices in your head. I don't have to hear voices, mate. I, I don't know how I don't hear a voice, but it's, it's like something that's come from within you, whether it's your DNA or whether it's just the cells that are in your body. And then one night I was, you know, I was just about to go to, go to bed that, out of that property. And then I don't know what I was thinking that I, I was still to the day and sometimes I think about it and, I remember uh, I don't go out in the wind. I mean, when, when, when I know there's a wind blowing, there's something on that wind. And I don't know, you know, I never go out to them. Only if I'm out and that happens, I, I stay out. But if I'm, in the, if I'm in the house and I can hear that, and I can hear that howl, and it's, a, it's a, the sound that it makes, you know, through the trees or through the um, house and that, the howling that it does, I, I don't go out because there's something on that wind. There's something coming to get something 
I know that, and I think it's like a message is being delivered. Yeah, or something on the wind. That's all I can say. So, Neil, what do you think it is when you see UFOs? What do you think it is? Do you think it's an outer? Do you think it's like a, a craft from another planet, or do you think it's something more, more spiritual? Yeah, I think it's. You know, that's what many dimensions that we have. You know, that's what we were in the physical dimension here, but what we're seeing. You know, like like um, old Nikola Tesla. You know, one of his sayings was, "You know, to understand the universe, always thinking frequency, vibration, and energy." And this is the, the, the dimension that, you know, we're talking about right now. And those things, like, and that's what I mean, like, how old is, is, is a human race? And um, I was only saying to my, I was, I was listening to something oh, last week, and it was about this fellow. He said that um, he's about UFOs, and he said that he, he has um, recorded 60 kinds of different uh, out-of-world beings. And I was just saying to my, you know, to my um, partner, uh, I've just 60 out there. So does that mean that every um, human on the surface, every, you know, nationality or, or creed, is that made by these people or, or these beings? You know what I mean? It's a, it's a rabbit hole that could go on forever when you, when you get into those mindsets because it is, there's just so many things that you can explore into into those worlds, really. And see, the, the thing, like, um, I know up north and then up, 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 up in the territory into the western, that I think are over there, but I know here, up near Laura, around the area, you know, that there's, even on different other paintings in, in Caveland, you know, they, they've got these beings that have got these big eyes, the same eyes as what they call aliens. They are our creators. And that's what I've always, always thought about, you know, like if they're painting this and these are thousands, thousands years old, you know, what has come to this country now is the taking us away from a knowledge that we know that is really within us. And now that's all culture. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, that's what makes the, the Aboriginal culture so unique and, and so amazing is that it's, it's got this untold history that is, really passed down to generation to generation and it is it's it's kept so secure i think it's fantastic it's the old, um we would it's not only not only the visual side my day like oh, i remember having a green one night it was so i can remember like it was yesterday and um i know it might be going off the top i will get back to that what we were talking about before but we're talking about other cultures, but you know the, the other bloodlines that are in me. I'm, I'm, I'm picking up stuff off that too. Like, you know, my great grandfather, he was an Irishman, and that's that's all we know. And, and what his name was, you know. And I remember having this dream, and it was around um, Stonehenge. And then and, and at that time, all all I seen was I was walking, and there was these two beings. So my head, you know, I'm about six foot three, kind of thing. And I was walking along, and it was like a, a takeoff. This is what it was. It was like a takeoff going up to the stone here. And it, was, it wasn't going to stone here. Sainz was uh, on, on a certain um, – it was, it was in a distance kind of thing. And all I was seeing was walking with these, these fellas, 
two of them, one on the left and one on the right. And like I said, I was, I'm, I'm six two, six three, something like that. I come up to their knees, and that's how tall these fellas were. And they weren't talking to me. We were telepathically talking. And they were saying, this is a runway. And I said, what do you mean runway? And they said, well, this is a runway. And they were a runway. What's a runway? It's a craft. And, you know, a plane goes on that. But then they took me to Stonehenge. And, you know, I might be, you know, like I was saying, I'm, I'm, I'm careful in what I say over the phone with some things and, and you know, like this this now. And what they showed me there on, on with that Stonehenge, like it was just, this was all together, you know, there, there was no pieces taken in. And in the middle there, they've got that, um, they've got like a, a table kind of thing. And in the table, and I've spoke to many people about this, and I've asked their version of what they think it was. And I don't know if this is true, but I'm just telling you what they told me and what they showed me in this dream. And there's a, there was like a, an opaque colour, like an emerald colour, in, and it was a rock, and it was cut in, in different um, different directions. So when the summer solstice or the winter solstice come to that, that certain height, it goes through that. And then and it goes to the walls that are around. So every cut, it goes to a different wall or, or, or on that rock. And there's something that's hidden in there. And that's like that, um, you know, that blue light, you, you know, the, um, the detectors in that use? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like that. And you could only see it. You couldn't see it from a normal eye. You can only see it at the solstice when that light went up on top of the uh, the blocks on, on uh, up on top around down around you know that's, what I mean yeah yeah that's very very interesting it's I I always love uh, a good Stonehenge theory and just a different perspective of it because it is it is one of the most fascinating places in the world it is, um, one little thing I want to tell you after this is it, it's um that's on that property now. Like you know, I'm saying, I'll get back to that thing. I'll finish that off, and that's just go outside. So I ended up going outside, and I didn't turn the light on. And then that night, it was um, then the moon was out, and uh, you know, it, it would have been about with the end of the veranda to oh, probably about ten minutes to the um, fence. And then when I, as soon as I walked outside, I, I, I could see him. There was seven. Um, Seven lines of different Aboriginal people with different paintings on. Wow, and they really? Were, yeah, mate, yeah. And I looked at them and then they went from, you know, the recent 150 years, you know, to up to, not, not up till now, the last ones that were there. And they were, all they were was just coming through because the Bunya Mountains weren't far from there. And the Bunya Mountains was a place where everyone went every three years or they danced and the law and everything was on top. So the story around here is about that. Run your mountains, um, and there were seven of them. And then going right back, right back at the end, were the ancient ones. Wow! So it's and like a bloodline. Yes. So those ancient ones back then, it was um, they were kind of oh, how would you say? I can't, I can't explain it. They were the faces were like. Um, I can't. I'm not going to say that they weren't from out of this world. I don't know. 
but they, they they were different to our being now, you know what we are now. What a surreal experience that would have been, and that would have been that would have felt like you were the most special person in the world at that moment in time. Yep. And I, you know, that's what, you know, seen seven, and that's what I mean, you know, numbers, it's all, you know, and some people on numbers and that do it. I don't know why they showed me the seven, the seven generations, you know, and I don't know how apart those generations were either. You know, like the first one could have been, you know, 150, and the other one could have been, you know, longer or, but the different ages from the, 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 the eldest, uh, the ancients to the ones up to now. And like I was saying, they come through the wind and they were going through. Wow. And all that me is that they were just coming through. Neil, you I- are one of the most interesting people I've ever spoken to. And it is, it's a real pleasure to have you on the show to, to give us this different perspective to the, the side of the, un- the weird and the unusual that happens in Australia. It's been such an honor talking to you tonight, Neil. Thanks for having me on, Craig. You know, it is, yeah. And like I said, um, you know, before the other day, you know, me and my, my missus, we sit around the phone, we had your podcast on the other day, and I was, I was only saying to her, I said, I wonder when, um, Kate's going to look at that email. I wonder if he wants me on there. And I kept, um, that, that's what I mean. I kept looking for my email, and then I got it last night. Hey. And like I said, it was just, everything's meant to be. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Believe Paranormal and UFO podcast. If you have had an encounter and you would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. Finally, don't forget to follow us on all our social media outlets and be sure to join our Discord server to talk to other listeners of the show. You'll find all these links in our show notes. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.